You know what we should do? We should do an entire bit about, like, letterbox. That'd be funny. I, I don't know what to do about I mean, I, I, I admit that I recently spent money on the pro letterboxed. Oh, my God. You guys can oh, make fun doing. of me now. Oh, my Wait, God. Let's talk about all the dumb that. subscriptions we subscribe to because um, I subscribed to the uh, to the A24 fucking. The no, you okay, that's way worse. That's, that's way so worse. worse. It, has, thought, it offers nothing. <laughs> I, I thought it was going to be cooler than it was. I'm seeing if it pans out in the first year. But uh, so far, all it's allowed me to do is um, buy the first reformed church hat that they recently got back in stock. Because they were like, look, look, we were sold out of this hat, the first reformed hat. And now look, wanna... you can buy the first reformed hat again. I... It's, listen. I, maybe it'll pan I, I'm not maybe, you know, you know the Maybe they're going to like launch a, a streaming service or something. I Something that so. will make it worth it, and then everyone, and then everyone will feel like an idiot for making fun of it, and Phil will be like the one guy that was on the ground floor. I hope they do something good with it, or at least like uh, they they do give you zines, but like uh, five dollars a month for a zine every few months. I don't know about that, Chief. I'll I'll just see. I have oh, to. I have Christ, to Phil. I I I don't feel bad about the letterboxed pro thing because it it was like fifteen dollars for a year. And that's right, not that's that not bad. bad. That, that, no. That's not that bad. Because right. I'd always been like, why would you pay for a monthly subscription to Pro for Letterboxd? Because I was imagining it being like five bucks a month or something. I'm like, that's ridiculous. And then when I looked at the price, I was like, eh, that's a year. That's, no, that's, not, yeah. that's, that's not a bad. Uh, that's not bad. Sorry, I'm updating my Letterbox list. Nice. So anyway, you guys, uh, you guys hear about She-Hulk? Tell us yeah, more. Jackal's been frothing at the mouth. Excuse me. Matt, Matt is well, not, not frothing, frothing I am, at the mouth for muscular grievance. women. I have oh, a legitimate well, yeah. well, okay, that's true. That part is true. I okay, I need to need to do a public statement to everybody. Okay, a little PSA, yeah. okay? Okay. And I'm glad that you're all here too, because this is a, I'm being tagged by both you and other people and DM. Uh, mm, yeah. If you see a muscular woman or a masculine woman post and you tag me or you send it to me, I have already seen it. He's already seen it. I've He's already, already seen it. I've already liked it. I've either bookmarked it or I have retweeted it. <laughs> I have, I, I thank you. Thank you. Thank you, but I've already seen it. Thank you. I, I appreciate you thinking of me, but trust me, I've already seen it. He's seen it. He's, he's fucking seen it. He, he's like, um, he's like if you gazed at Cthulhu and it, like, makes you mad and, like, you see all of time. Uh, Jackal has gazed into, uh, the, the hive, the seed bed of all muscular women hmm. and thus, uh, knows every single one on Earth at this moment images and depictions of them and can pinpoint them at any given time like he's just he's omnipresent when it comes to muscular women like when yeah. when caligula was like oh hey like uh, you should follow this uh instagram account oh i already do oh my god i, I already god. do thank you again thank you for thinking of me and said but trust me i or i already follow them or i've already seen it i've retweeted it i've liked it or i bookmarked it thank you i hope thank you, you know truly. jackal that now every time ever after making that meme on the mammonberg uh i know, the I know. twitter account i imagine every single time 
you uh you look at a picture of a muscular woman your like eyes zero in on it and like it plays the baker street like sound where yeah. it's like <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, oh but she but she hulk uh i this is already becoming too long of a cold open so i don't want to yeah. throw in another piece of information but it does feel like i should say to everybody that i got blocked by prayer guy yesterday Right, right. Right. Yeah. So, oh my hold god. On. You know what? I'm willing to put my my grievance against Marvel for making She-Hulk smaller than what she that you know she should be bigger. But you know, we're gonna put that aside for right now. That's that's that that's an aside. I'll yeah. bring that up well, you, another. You point. know what? This is you know I've been watching through. This is unrelated, but I've been watching Stranger Things with Kelly, and I've been really annoyed by how the cold opens on that show are like 15 minutes long. Sometimes, <laughs> like the music will come in after 15 minutes of the episode. We could just do that for the show. <laughs> Why not? Why not? That's Game of Thrones. Wrong, wrong show. Um, no, but prayer, prayer guy, prayer guy blocked me. Prayer guy blocked me. And that's that's sad. That's a national tragedy. That is. I have been yeah. going back and forth with him off and on for f- like six months. Just, uh, well, I just like, God can't be real because my <laughs> penis hurts so bad. The, he became a character on this show, essentially. Yeah. And now he's I wanna, gone. I, I, I want to take a... I, want, I think that we should all take a, a, a moment of silence for... To the end of an era, at the end of a saga, uh, which is the uh, the end of the saga, prayer guy, Josiah. I know how much he meant to you. I know how much he, he meant a lot. He, he meant a lot to you. He was very important to you, and I'm I'm very I'm so sorry he's gone. So everybody, a moment of silence for for prayer guy. Oh shit, this is a picture of She-Hulk Carrie guy. Hold on. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so I need anyway. to... In, well, I don't I need to see anything. Can, we, wait, 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 we can, One second. I don't get the big... What the big deal is. He blocked me like two months ago. Well, because he, I, he's refused to block me. He even followed me for a while. I became a me- nemesis with him. Oh. I, and then, yeah, you don't get blocked you don't get by it. your nemesis. You, you don't get it, Fitch. You, you block, he blocked you because you can't, like... You spammed him with the, uh, with the, the, yeah, the like the, what, what was it? The Mr. Land, the, another yeah, banger, yeah, Mr. Another Land. Mr. Land. Yeah. That, that's what, but like Josiah, this was his nemesis. Oh. We, we talked. I, I was, I would actually try to get somewhere with him. I've been working on this. And so the thing is getting blocked by him was not satisfying. It did not feel like, oh, I won. Because that's what Caleb said. He was like, oh, well, you got to win. But it didn't feel like that. Because with how long this has gone on and how much blood has been spilled, a victory a victory would have been him converting to Christianity. Really, that's the only thing I would accept as a, as yeah, a victory it's, it's at this so point. It's so sad because it's like you lost it's like it's like if batman and the joker like just weren't on speaking terms like you know it's like you know he just wakes up one day and he's like batman okay you know we're talking about we're talking about about, blocking you on twitter we're talking about like like snooty art house film you know you know come and see yeah yeah Yeah. you know you know how at the end of come and see they're gonna set the nazis on fire and then someone just comes in and shoots them yeah Yeah. and then you're just kind of that's kind of how this felt like I wanted something more cathartic, and instead it was just like thump. 
blocked. So, Josiah, I have to I have to sing a little piece um, to commemorate the 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 uh, in effect the death of Prayer Guy. Oh no! Uh, you know. Okay. The arms the All right, Ian. Right. Okay, this is it. Start the Yo, Mr. White, I heard that Madison Cawthon got fucking murked by his own party, bitch. <laughs> Jesse, uh, Jesse. Wait, who's, who's doing the intro? Wait, it's, I guess we're doing Breaking Bad intro. Somebody introduce the show. Okay. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, I guess Finch, it's, it's been, the show. Yes, okay. the show now. You are out in the uh, Albuquerque desert <laughs> in New Mexico, uh-huh. where Albuquerque is, and you come across a camper van that is that smells very strongly of meth. Mm. Uh, <laughs> the door opens and your four co-hosts with hazmat suits, the yellow hazmat suits and the and the respirators come out and uh, take off their <laughs> and take off their, take off their respirators and they all look very nervous <laughs> because they have a meeting with the Mexican cartel. Uh, <laughs> later this afternoon and they're not sure if this blue meth that they've cooked up is, is good enough, is good enough yeah. for them yeah. so You're we are here right. we are here with Jackal oh why are you putting me on the spot okay <laughs> alright uh, I guess I have some kind of some kind of disease that has made me do this to work with you people uh <laughs> And uh, I have some kind of disease that I uh, that is going to ruin me because the American healthcare system is garbage, and I need to make illegal substance blue substances and work with these three insane weirdos. <laughs> Thank you, and we have Josiah. Um, well, you said yo, Mister White, so you're 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 Jesse. So I guess I'm the meth. Uh, are you are you Badger? I'm the meth. Yeah, Josiah is Badger. No, wait, I'm I'm no. I, <laughs> yeah, I'm the meth. Oh, I could be Combo. I liked Combo. He was cool. Combo, combo doesn't end well. Yeah, Combo though. dies at like what? Oh, I know, movies. but I liked him. That's that's why. Spoilers, guys. Yeah, breaking. Yeah, guys. I know it's <laughs> it's been a while since it came out, but just so you know, that's what happens to. Finch you just start watching it though. I just started you, you, watching it. Uh, let's oh, just you... say combo gets thrown in the trash, baby, because it's okay. like a bag of combos. Well, you, yeah. Okay, so Jackal's Walter, you're combo. I'm Jesse. <laughs> Darn it, I was going to be Walter, because I was going to no, do the whole, like, you're no. goddamn right. No, you're Skinny Pete. <laughs> skinny Pete? Oh, God. I forgot what Skinny Pete sounds like. I have to look up a video right now to listen to what he sounds like. Uh, yeah, we're here with, uh, yeah, we're here with, uh, also Phil. Oh, I'm Skinny Pete. Uh, that's what he sounds like. Okay. Yeah. A- uh, we're here with Skinny Phil as well. Yeah, we're here with Skinny Phil, yo. 
Uh, well, you're trying to mess with my turf. You're trying to mess with my turf. I have 3,000 used condoms that I put all the meth into. It's, <laughs> listen, it's, it's cheaper than buying individual Ziploc bags, yo. And, and I'm like, Finch. Uh, hey, I'm Finch, bitch. <laughs> yo, she's Finch, bitch. Yeah, yo, I'm Finch, um, bitch. Mr. White. Mr. White, I heard about yeah. this great thing. It's called integralism. No, 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 Jesse. Mr. White, don't, don't I, read, I don't read anything by any trip review, Jesse. Um, but Mr. White, I just, I just made a made a deal with meth. Uh, with <laughs> you made a deal. You made a deal with. You made a deal with meth. No, Mr. White. No, we're gonna I just use made a the, deal uh... with the guy. I gave him the meth. His name was Adrian Vermule. <laughs> and he, and he, and in exchange, he didn't give me money, but in exchange, okay, he gave me okay. this article on integralism. Oh, you! I think you got scammed. Okay, Jesse. now now you we're idiot. really on to something here. This is this is like a succession Breaking Bad con like crossover where like the the conservative intelligentsia is all buying meth from the Breaking Bad people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This <laughs> is the, this is like we're writing we're writing some fanfic right here. Actually. This is great. I, I yo, think this are you a... gonna give me some of that teal money for the meth, Mister Teal? Yo. <laughs> What you yeah. gonna do with the the meth, yo? All the um, all, you... all the right wing dark money actually is going toward ruining society, but also it's it's also paying for meth. Yes, that's yeah. Do you think? Wait, Jackal. Do you think Black Walter White would be more or less problematic? That's a very difficult question for me to answer. <laughs> If you think about it, I'm, listen. I'm just saying. If you think about this is about to be great, not not he's, bad at he's all. Just, no, just I, like oh, Phil, I want. Hold on. I want you. No, Phil, Phil, Phil. I want you to think about what you're saying very carefully. Yeah. What I'm saying is, Jackal. He fits the white wife conservative black guy archetype. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. He's like the exact kind of guy who would become Blacker Carlson or oh like God. Uh, critical race terror. Okay, so oh we'll put God. a pin in this conversation. This is some great backstory for oh the next God. critical race terror episode. <laughs> Black but Walter do... White's a Black Republican. Oh my God. We, uh... Black Walter White is a Black Republican. <laughs> he's got the jacket. Oh. He's got the bald head. He's got the glasses. He has a big Yes, yes. Jackal, that's what I was trying to tell. We uh, holy fuck! Oh okay. We have oh we have a God. lot of news to cover, so I'm trying oh to shove a pin into this so hard right now, but it's it's <laughs> it's bursting. No, listen, Josiah, Josiah Black Walter White is a black Republican. He has the <laughs> he's got the plaid shirts. He's got the the, the glasses. <laughs> he's mad as hell. He's has some sociopathic tendencies, and he has a white wife. Fuck. Um, Madison Cawthorn. What up, Biatch? Well, Hitler, bitch. Wire, you want a wire? I got a wire. Speak into the mic, bitch, bitch. Yo, wait, she's basement, bitch. You got that? That's sticking in? Who's a bitch? Madison Cawthorn. Madison Cawthorn. Okay. Uh, what about him? He lost him. He lost. He lost. And I, that they just means him. we can't believe in the doctrine of uh, Cawthorn infallibility anymore. 
Yeah, it was really yeah. sad. No, I, I think this is a moment, like another moment of silence kind of for the show. Because Madison Cawthorn's kind of become a main character on the show. Yeah. 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 And I was kind of stunned that the Republican establishment absolutely just nerfed him. They destroyed him. They, they destroyed good him. Good God. I, like, the, like uh, you know, the Democratic Party has, has, has had a bunch of weirdos and... Uh, uh, morons and um, sex pests and you know the what have you, but good lord, they have never destroyed someone like how the Republican Party destroyed Madison Gothard. No, they threw it the instant. The instant he so, said orgies, they decided that he was going to go under the bus like so immediately. The cocaine orgies are real. Yeah, a thousand. Oh yeah, real. yeah, no, they're definitely That's been real. Sold now, but yeah. I, I. I still do think it's funny that Madison Cawthorn actually did not know anything about the cocaine orgies. He just said it, and then it turns out, oh no, it's true. And it's because that he said it, they decided to destroy him like this. Yeah, I think it cool. would be. I think it's funnier if that was the case over him actually being invited. Yeah, no, I, I think yeah, it's absolutely. a funnier idea that he like watched like Eyes Wide Shut or something, and then was went into an interview and thought, "Oh, this will feed my brand of sticking it to the elites," and just made some shit up. But then everybody was like, "How? Okay, who invited him?" <laughs> yeah, holy shit, one hundred percent. That's what happened. Here's, here's like, I don't know if you guys know what Matt. I I mean. They hurt him so bad, he's in a wheelchair now. (laughs) (laughs) That's so bad. Can we keep that in? We can't keep that in. We have to keep that in. Come on. All right, all right, all right. But, uh, yeah, Madison Cawthorn, uh, he he was taking it well. He was tweeting about Dark Maga after he lost. Uh, dark Maga, <laughs> which wait, which, Dark Maga, Black Republicans, it all fits. It's together. it's going together. It's oh, all no. together. All, oh my god, it all fits. But yeah, no, uh, Master Cawthorn. I've never seen someone someone's political career so just. Within a few weeks, this man's political career was yeah. completely in the toilet. And it's kind of amazing they didn't do this to Gates. In the same yeah. way, I, I think that what it is is that Gates was doing Gates was doing it on his own. Mm-hmm. This was Madison Cawthorn's story: the Republican Party under the bus. Yeah, because because Cawthorn didn't go. Oh, I went to an orgy. He went like, um, oh, there were. I was invited to one, and so it's like he, he was trying to have like plausible deniability and you know d- implicate the Republican Party as like yeah. Gates was just like. <laughs> <laughs> uh what so what she's underage <laughs> gates, gates goes, let me let me pay for like gates paid for underage sex workers through, yeah. with, through venmo saying oh i'm paying for tuition <laughs> <laughs> so I, I don't know do we have anything else to say about madison cawthorn or is it just know, or just there's not really moment of silence like, yeah i think we need a I, I think like there's not really a lot to it's kind of it's at a very abrupt end for for a main character, but yeah. I don't think this is the last we see of him. No, 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 no. He's coming. Probably back. not. Uh, uh-uh. no. But well, I, I, I don't I, think that he's going to be elected again. I think that this is the end of his electoral political career. No, but this yeah. is going to be where he gets out into the public sphere and starts being like a some sort of public weird figure, and I, you know, who knows where this be, goes? He's going to be on Infowars like next week or something. Uh. I wouldn't be surprised if, if like, well, I, I could see this going two ways. Either the Republican Party, like they, 
they just keep releasing stuff about him to further ensure that he's not going to be a problem for them anymore or mm-hmm. they just give up with yep. the fact that he's not going to be elected again yep yep that sounds like right. going going either way but yeah you know everybody i think we need a moment of silence for one of the main characters, like uh, who became like the main character of Marmenberg for a bit, that he yeah, he was like yeah. the guy that we were following like week after week of what's the new thing that uh, what's the new thing that Madison Cawthor has got up to now? What's happened to him now? Mm-hmm. That 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 little fella always up to something. Always always, always doing something. something. Is he is he humping his cousin's head again? Oh did he, God! Did, is he? Uh, is he cross-dressing again? Which is completely fine if you want to cross-dress or you know where that that's that that's not there's nothing wrong with that. It's it's the it's the fact that he's uh, that he's putting in uh, and advocates policies that specifically yeah. harm uh, other people who are either trans or you know gender non-conforming. If he mm. wants to explore that, that's fine. It's just the fact it's the hypocrisy that's the issue. But, uh, may I make a controversial side. Okay, okay. Oh, Finch, make what's a controversial. controversial statement? I believe that right wingers reproduce by fucking their cousins. <laughs> yeah! Yeah! Thank you for that. You know, Finch, Listen, I, uh, I don't you know, use co- a contraception when I have a relations with my cousin. I use cousinception. You know what I'm saying? Yeah! Oh, man. <laughs> Way excellent Christian, po- yeah, excellent Christian way, podcast. Way down south in the land of ancestors, rattlesnakes and. Well, let's move on. Don't, don't finish that. Don't finish that, Phil. Don't. <sighs> I know where you were going. Don't do it. I'm not. So, so uh, I think, uh, yeah, moment of silence for for Bass and Cawthorn, everybody. And uh, just I insert insert the uh, no, 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 Phil, no, Stop. no, no, no. no, no. Stop, we're trying uh, to play taps. Where you're gonna put this is where you put in taps. Alright. Uh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there we go. Uh also, continuing on our little fun Duncan stuff before we get into heavier geopolitical topics. Elon Musk uh Elon Musk is is in trouble. And I think he's gonna keep getting in trouble. Of course, yeah, he's in uh, trouble yep. because of uh, of course, uh, his receding hairline that is uh, once again. Yeah, that's that's the real. Yeah, yeah. that's the real. No, of of course. Uh, so so Elon Musk over the last week has has been tweeting things occasionally like political attacks against me are going to be coming as I'm coming into the political sphere, and then what? Oh fuck! It was a few days ago when this news broke. That bef- earlier that day before the news broke. He tweeted something around the lines of like, there's a political attack that's going to be coming out against me. Don't believe it, essentially. Something around those lines. And then within a few hours, a story drops that he had exposed himself to a uh, employee and paid $250,000 to the employee to keep the story under wraps. Oh no. And the story also <laughs> throws in a fun little detail of him having hired masseuses. Hmm. Oh no. I wonder if we've heard that detail before. 
Hmm. But this is a political attack, of course. Anyway, the journalist who dropped the story, I think it was the journalist, somebody on Twitter was saying, they were like, we we contacted him telling him the story was going to come out earlier that day. So that tweet that he frantically did was in response to him getting a call saying, hey, we're going to tell everybody. Jesus Christ, he's still <laughs> well, you can tell everybody. Which, uh, I'm sorry, okay. Of, <laughs> instead of, like, commenting or doing any other, like, or not talking about it, which is another way of doing this, is you don't talk mm. about it. This man decided, no, I'm going to post through it. I, think, I think that that is a PR thing more people need to learn, is shut yeah. the fuck up. <laughs> Yeah, just you, listen you, to those like those two uh those two you uh, need TikTok to treat, lawyers. You need to treat getting canceled like being arrested and plead the fifth. Yes, yes. Just stay out of it. Now, and that being said, I don't want to give Elon Musk a way to get out of this because he shouldn't get out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I'm just saying it's just really weird that t- it feels like us internet users are all aware that if like some sort of like. If there was a hit piece that came out against us that was like a thing, we would know one of the first steps would be to shut the fuck up and not start tweeting a bunch. So no matter what you say, it's going to look bad. I mean, like, he's I'm an he's innocent trying, man. He's trying to be quirky and relatable and post through it. Like his elongate tweet. All of it is also like suggesting to me that more's coming. Mm-hmm. More is coming. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Tweeting. Yeah. I also think that this is also a, a side that, that that Twitter deal is not going very well. Um, that because like they, he said, oh well, you know we're gonna put this off the table. We work out a different price, and the I think it's the Twitter board um, said no, we're going with the original price, and we're not gonna let you move from that. Uh, yeah, which we, because he doesn't have the liquid capital for that. Yeah, right. we didn't get into this enough last last episode, like too much. We didn't get into it too much, but yeah, he he's he's saying that oh, it wasn't worth what I said because he's claiming that like twenty five percent of accounts are bots or something like that, so the site isn't worth as much or something, which I think uh, is ridiculous. But whatever. Um, well, it's also he probably so just doesn't shit. have the money to buy it without like bankrupting himself. Yeah, I mean, I think the. I don't understand the financial side of this well enough to know if there's a way he could do it without bankrupting himself, because there might be. But, but he'd probably never be able to make a return, and it might it might tank Tesla stock, which would which is already happening. Tesla stock yeah. has been going down, and it's, a, it's ever since the, you know the yeah since this guy has come out, it's gone even further down. You know what that you know what that means, guys. This is not financial advice, but you gotta buy the dip. You gotta buy the dip in the Tesla stock. This is not fun. Yeah, no, that's advice. that's why I, I bought two, 2 billion Ethereum uh, <laughs> right now. And that's no, why it, it's, that's worth like neg- I didn't know that you could have negative five cents, but apparently you can. Yeah, this is why you gotta do it because if you buy it, they give you money and give you Ethereum, and then eventually the Ethereum should come back up. Eventually. That's Eventually. some little, little bit of financial investment vice from your. your uh, I want to take a moment to want to take a moment to to pause here uh, because I I got some news about this. Um, not about that, but sort of around like Musk and uh, and the Twitter buyout specifically, which we'll, we'll get to the to the uh, to the Musk sexual uh, sexual assault allegations. But I I think we have another. Another individual who, if he was not around, Namberg would not exist. And that is 
our former president, uh, according to him, our wet, our, our current president, and the wettest president, mm-hmm. Donald oh, yeah. Joseph. I don't even know if his real name is Joseph. Trump. Trump. God, I love. What Trump. about him? He looks like a sweaty hot dog. <laughs> but just the hot dog bun, not the actual meat inside. You've seen that image. Though. What? It, what does he say? Uh, so I was out walking as you, and. Crooked Hillary was out as there. You, as both, as everyone here knows, every, everyone listening knows, Trump has, was banned off of Twitter, right? Mm-hmm. He's got his own social media account, which just seems to be him posting. That's what that is. He was doing it from, from a website before, and now he's just <laughs> posting. He said, I'm not coming back to Twitter. He's I, not. I, so, the why why doesn't he just make a blog? I don't get it. He d- I don't think he, he I think he needs he needs that that format and that kind of engagement to to tickle that the uh, cut that out. <clears throat> he needs that specific part of of like the format and that kind of engagement to tickle that part of his little brain. That oh, gets him that little dopamine rush. So right, I'm going to read you I'm going to read you um I'm going to read you our a man who was president Donald J. Trump's thoughts on uh, mm-hmm. on on the whole Elon Musk Twitter buyout, and uh, also Musk's uh, political things. He covers a lot in in uh, in, in in this uh, amount of time. I I don't think that like Truth Social has like the same uh, the same um, what is it? It doesn't have like the same word limit that uh, Twitter does, which is why this one runs a little bit long. Um, but uh, so you know that might be an alternative. That maybe we should make a member Truth Show. Truth social at some point. We'll we'll look into that. <laughs> yeah, we could do that. That was that'd be amazing. Without further ado, our wettest president, Donald J. Trump's thoughts. <clears throat> gee, El- gee, Elon Musk never told me up until now that he only voted for Democrats. Actually, it was quite the contrary, but now it seems with all his problems with a probably illegal purchase of a of a crummy, phony, co- account-loaded company, fake Twitter, he wants to be a Republican because the Dems are a party of hate. I could have told him that a long time ago. But actually, they are a party of sickness, greed, corruption, and absolutely horrible policy. Good luck, Elon. <laughs> have fun. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot believe this man exists. He's, he's the ultimate. He's the penultimate poster. My theory I, about why me Trump can't survive apart from Twitter is that he needs like the the like less than a paragraph format that Twitter exists in because like he has to be he has to be concise but equally stupid somehow. So like when he's tweeting about in windmills. There's, like, a certain, like, esotericism about it where I'm, like, you have to, like, try to, like, divinate what he's trying to get at. Because if you let him talk for too long, he tries to make a point. Yeah, no, uh, Trump uh, is the penultimate poster. I think that he, I kind of, there's part of me that does miss him on Twitter because, good lord, sometimes, sometimes he gets something interesting like, interesting like this, but other times he'll get him inciting a uh an insurrection so you know yeah, potato potato you give some you lose some uh you know what's what is i i think racially uh, charged violence is worth it for the off-handed banger look it's uh it's a worth worthy sacrifice you know we all have to pitch in yeah we all we all gonna pay our dues a little bit you know yeah. what's, a, what's a little insurrection if you get glorious tweets about like you know windmills and 
and sharks. The crooked Hillary and the sharks and bending oh, the sharks. His thing about sharks. Yes, I love that. That's my favorite tweet of all time. Is this thing about sharks? They will be here long after we are gone. God, oh, there's something just. Uh, we're, we're talking about must that Trump, but I I had to share that because I I think it's very funny, and I think yes. it, it's also funny that. Elon is obvious, was obviously like trying to bait Trump into coming back, uh, like, hey, no, yeah. uh, if what, when I got the, the company, you can, uh, you can uh, come back. I'll lift, um, I'll lift your band. Hey guys, I, I want to make a quick announcement before we before we start moving on to different topics. Um, you can follow Mammonberg at a uh, Mammonberg Pod on uh, TruthSocial dot com. Oh my God! Did you just make it? <laughs> Jesus Did you just make it? <laughs> God, we're gonna we're gonna end up on that same list of Trump's enemies that you're on. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. Well, I, oh, I will yeah. say I will say it in the verification details that it needed, like like phone number and stuff. I put my own stuff, so it is my. I'll Why take did the, you make a fake I'll take one? the hit. I'll take the hit. You guys don't have to worry about it. N- no, but yes. No. Oh we, my God, we're and making I, a trip. I put Christian podcast in our Bible. So. <laughs> well, now I gotta see this. Oh my god! I sent the link. There you go. So oh. everybody, if you go, you go get and, and let me tell you, this this thing is fucking covered in bots. This this uh, is this website is so many bots because all I've done is follow Trump, and I, we've gotten seven followers already, and they are from. Joe Rogan believer, Scott Walker fan account, Jim Jordan supporters, Make America Great Again, Q replayed from the beginning, Sean Hannity fan account, Ted Cruz fan account, Mark Levin parody. Ted Cruz fan account? You're being followed by a Ted Cruz stan account? Well, because these are all pots. Oh, it, it, uh, Ron DeSantis supporters just followed us. <laughs> <laughs> Josiah, you mystical man, you. I can't believe it. I can't believe it. I can't believe it. Oh my god. I can't believe this is I, I don't I think it would be funnier if we just don't post anything on it and it, we just see how many bots we could accumulate. Yeah. Sarah Palin fan account, Marco Rubio supporters. These are just like flooding in. Trey Crowdy. Holy shit! We're blowing up. We're gonna make it, down, guys. <laughs> oh man, maybe we should start that Patreon now. Yeah, yeah. Now we launched the Patreon. Jesus. Um, okay. Um. Sorry. Well, guys, I, I think uh, I think the left got a little too woke for me, so I, I'm, I'm gonna pivot to being a, a black Republican now. Yeah, yeah I'm already uh, seeing how much can't... success there is over on the right. Like, yeah, it sucks I, that we I, have to care about. I'm human sure you'll find like one mega muscly woman. There. Oh, 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 there are, there are. There's, uh, there's actually, and uh, we're not gonna talk about that. <laughs> um, I, I also I, want to point out just a thing about Truth Social mm-hmm. is the trends, the trending hashtags. If anybody's interested, <laughs> are hashtag Truth, nice. hashtag Kafifi, nice. Kafifi, Kafifi, and then Kofifi. hashtag Two Thousand Mules, which is Dinesh D'Souza's new uh, documentary about how the election was stolen. Two thousand. Oh, because the, the the mules are the Democrats because they're donkeys. You, well, the mules are the are the people paid to go transport the yeah. The, uh, you want to know a weird the, fact the about mules yeah. is that they can whinny and they can do the hee haw thing. Well, because they're they're uh, <laughs> aren't they? They're horse. They're yeah. Uh, they're, yeah, they're hybrids. Yeah, they're hybrids. But that's just so weird to me. 
think about. Um, is there anything else we want to say about Elon Musk before we uh, move on to other than, geopolitics? Uh, well, well, obviously, we believe the uh, the, the woman accusing him. Yes, yes, of course. Yes. Elon what is the type the Chinese of... uh, clone of Elon Musk that was just like let out into the wild. Yeah, which opens more problematic issues than anything. Many, many problematic case. questions will come from that. But yeah, yeah, I, I think uh, um, obviously we uh, believe the accuser in this case. So mm. we, uh, and in most cases, you know, we should we should uh, believe the accuser. Uh, yes. In fact, I would say all cases you should you should immediately like okay, well, let, we have to hear this out. Uh, yeah, yeah. So. Sure. Mm. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, guys, the only time you shouldn't believe the accuser is uh, when it's the Satan baby. Oh, adversary, accuser, aha, uh-huh, biblical Hebrew oh, language. Oh, I see, joke. I see, I see what uh-huh. you're doing. If you, because of this is an audio format and you don't see Phil, he was doing the robot while while you were. Uh... <laughs> Yeah. No, he was. So I want, so I want that, uh, put that image yeah. in your head as you, yeah. as, as like you were listening to, like play that back and then just picture Phil doing the robot. Yeah, imagine Tony Soprano doing the, doing the. Domo yeah, regato, Mr. Satano. All right. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, no, uh, Elon, Elon's, this is not the end of it. There's going to be more stuff coming out. Yeah, and this yeah. is, uh, Elon decided to pay a big, uh, a big target on himself because this twitter buyout and it's turned out to be the worst thing that he could ever do this is objectively like the most destructive midlife crisis i've ever seen yeah also uh it's it would be it's gonna be i think i person this is my conspiracy theory i believe this all started because uh because his partner left him for a trans woman that's what i think i think that that's what this is all about i think that he's just jealous that he he left well He's left alone, and somebody who is smarter and cooler than him, aka Chelsea Manning, gets the girl. Now I, I know uh, that's that's unconfirmed. That is still unconfirmed. Yes, but I, I I just I, I do think bit. I think that it is funny that this all started because Grimes left him, and he's yes. so he is such the pinnacle of the divorce guy that it immediately kickstarted the most destructive, the most destructive midlife crisis that can happen in. W- yeah, one man he's so divorced, because he's they a billionaire weren't even married yeah and like and we're, we're seeing like because he's a billionaire we're also seeing like this fast track of like oh yeah this is like why like the like the rich elite side with fascists we're just seeing it happen in open because elon musk is going through a midlife crisis yeah um so we we just got followed by a podcast called gospeled like goss gospel pilled pilled Oh, God. oh, okay. Um, it is a uh, Christ first kingdom nationalist podcast. Oh, Christ God. supremacist. God. Literally our arch nemesis now. Those are our So enemies. I'm going to go ahead and nemesis. shoot them a little follow. No, uh, don't do that. No, no, no. Just no. We have to have like a weird relationship with these people where we're don't like. Don't do that. No, no, I don't want to. I don't want to talk to them. I don't want to be around them. Leave them alone. No. I unfollowed them. All right. All right. Let's talk about geopolitics. Yes. My favorite topic. It was not correct to ban Donald Trump. I think that was that was a mistake. I think it was a morally bad decision. To be clear. I would reverse the perma ban. Obviously, I'm not. I don't own Twitter yet, so this is not like a thing that will definitely happen. Because what if I don't own Twitter? 
You know what, I'll tell you, there's been a coordinated strike carried out by really kind of the old establishment wing of our party. And it's really something that I think is a, it's a loser's mentality. They realize the direction the country's going in, the direction that the population's going in. Uh, and if they want to be able to pay off people from my past and try and bring up old pictures of things that happened years and years ago, I'd feel free to let them do that. I think the Americans When somebody at about 15 was You know, it was, it, it, I mean, it was pretty telling that Elon acknowledged that he's going to hell, so. Oh, well, he admitted hell was real so in world news uh u.s troops are being deployed into somalia uh that's bad, bad. anything else anybody that? wants to say about that <laughs> why is that it, it it has to do with uh, al-shabaab's control over somalia despite the fact that al-shabaab is incredibly unpopular in somalia and i think that the situation would mostly be taken care of if the U.S. got their fucking hands off of it. I'm sure um, that this will not end badly for the people of Somalia. I am sure uh, that this will not this will not devolve into another Libya situation. I'm sure. Yeah, so I, I have to do like that um that filthy Frank bit in like the filthy Frank voice where it's like yeah. it's time to stop. It's time to stop. We need to stop invading well, other know, countries. You, you, you know um. Now, hold on. So you know that Josiah can just edit that in, right? I could just edit that. But yeah. I, I, I can do the filthy But he Frank wants voice, to do so the it's voice. Cooler. It's, it's time to stop! Uh, okay. I, I will, you know, as this conflict unfolds, this might be an area that I want to read more about so I can say something more thoughtful than just my gut impulse, US don't fuck around mm-hmm. reaction. However, like... Yeah, the, I mean, the long and short of it is is Al-Shabaab, in a lot of ways, was produced because of the U.S. fucking around in there. The ICU was incredibly popular. It was a, you know, it was Muslim Sharia law, but it wasn't a uh, far-right organization until the U.S. started fucking around with it. And then the uh, splinter groups that came off formed Al-Shabaab. So maybe don't do it again, because mm-hmm. I don't know if we need Al-Shabaab 2.0. I'm just, that's just a take I have. Great. And speaking of U.S. intervention. (laughs) Yes. Uh, Our friend of the show, George W. Bush. George Uh, W. W. We're doing W. W. Uh, Oh, man, that was awesome. So, yeah, he was giving a speech and he was denouncing Putin's war crimes, of course, which are war crimes. They are war crimes. Um, A war criminal criminal denouncing another war criminal. Yeah, and it was pretty funny when he, uh, in his classic blunders for for those old old bush heads, remember those from the administration. I wasn't I wasn't conscious of any of them. Yeah, I was yeah. barely conscious. Me too. Uh, but said, I do remember them. He said, I was "What a was baby. it? An illegal and unjust war against Iraq? I mean, sorry, Iraq. You- <laughs> I mean, Ukraine." <laughs> You're gonna have to edit that. No, it was incredible. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, he was like, yeah, there's an illegal invasion going on of Iraq, I mean Ukraine. Yeah. <laughs> so, my, my take on this is that um, the old adage, two wrongs don't make a right, you know, two war crimes just make it white, fellas. You know what Man, I'm saying? you ever just think about how, like, the U.S. just, like, facilitated, like, two fucking genocides in Iraq? Just, like, yeah, isn't that crazy? The, Yaz- the Yazidis and the Chaldeans, I believe. Yeah. Well, you know, you know, Finch. It's our, it's our, you know, thrice yearly genocide. You know, America just can't help themselves. You know, can't. just can't stop doing it. No, um, 
it was just, it was kind of like a mind breaking moment for, I, I could tell from people who were older than me because I was, I was too young. I wasn't like radicalized in 2000 or something like that, or radicalized in the Iraq war. I was like five, but the, the older people who I, I, I know who were, it was just like a mind breaking moment. Cause it was like, God, we spent so many years of you just like there. It just feels like they're just making fun of everybody. Yeah, they're, they're, no. <laughs> like, they're like, it's pretty evil because they knew it was illegal and it was unjust. But like, who's going to punish them? Right. God, they won <clears throat> at least yeah. on the earthly plane when they're swallowing molten lead at, in the uh, darkest depths of hell. Yeah, see, that's the that's the sad thing, Finch, because you're right, like. The conservative project, a lot of people just don't realize this, has by and large won, like, everything they've ever tried mm-hmm. to do, at least in modernity. Mm-hmm. Like, the conservative project has turned the opposition party into, like, a bunch of useless neoliberal sacks. You know, they've they've basically widespread adoption of neoliberalism. They've ensured that, like, any sort of, like, political dissidence only comes from within, like, an aesthetic, you know, framework. Basically... Uh, there is no opposition, there is no public opposition to at least the core of conservative ideas, which is something that if you, if you listen to a a great podcast called Know Your Enemy, they focus on Mm -hmm. a lot Mm -hmm. that really conservative ideas have kind of run out, like won out because their framework is so widespread. So, Mm -hmm. you know, all we can really do in a lot of ways is just like, you know, a lot of people in the public sphere just tut tut and go like, Oh, you, you, well, Phil, genocides are bad, Mr. Bush. Yeah. Oh. Phil, I'm going to have a conservative, uh, not a conservative, a controversial televangelist moment here. Okay. Hmm. Uh, my, my second controversial statement of the day is, one, uh, I don't think most right-wingers actually believe in God or have any fear of God. That's true. What You're they right. worship true, is, yeah. yeah. They worship is some sort of caricature of God or uh, the state. Or, or have... are you, sorry, are you talking about Lord Mammon? Yes, that's exactly what who I'm talking about, Lord Mammon. Hey, now, 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 that's I don't advocate. That's the show. Yeah. <laughs> now, I don't advocate <laughs> for violence on this podcast, but okay, hold up, but. <laughs> <laughs> I don't advocate for violence on this podcast, but you should smack every conservative who has testicles right upside the balls. I, I was just going to say about the again, you know, and just deliver no, it no, to uh, no, every... No, 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 How have you people not been arrested with that? Good God. Um... It's because it, it was only in Minecraft, Jack. Well, speaking, you in the face. speaking of Ukraine, uh, more Ukraine. We haven't talked a lot about Ukraine lately, and so maybe no, it's, it's kind of faded a, a bit in the, in the uh-huh, you, Ukraine in the membrane, guys. Ukraine in the membrane. I don't know. It's sort of become like uh, really toxic discourse on 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 Twitter. A lot of tankies yeah. are infiltrating the public yeah. sphere. Yeah, I'm. I'm fucking sick of the the conversations around this i i don't like the uh the the kind of just hatred of ukrainians that certain leftists seem to have because they want to hold an anti-war stance 
Mm-hmm. And I, I yeah, I, I think it's pretty infuriating. There's 800 guys who are Nazis. Please, Daddy mm-hmm. Putin, you must well, raise fucking Kiev. We shouldn't get into the like. The, we'll we'll talk a little more about this later when we get to it. But the, the you know one of the things that I was seeing circulating around was um, you know somebody blaming uh, the the Buffalo shooter on giving aid to ukraine because yeah. the buffalo shooter had the uh what the the what's the the black the little, yeah the black sun the, which, which is, is a nazi occult we'll get into that later but yeah but that's ridiculous uh, suffice it to say anyone that's attempting this is uh you know this uh oh, god sakes um i yeah i think that we all need to take uh, you know not all because it's this this is a uh, anyone who is taking cues from propagandists i think needs to take a moment yeah, yeah, and understand that uh the, the buffalo shooter thing is straight up russian propaganda yeah I'm that is russian, russian propaganda. propaganda it is um yeah. uh i also think that people need to to take a moment and uh you know understand that uh a battalion uh, of of the ukrainian army is not representative of an entire country yeah, you know, it's just like how I'm not a representation of, like, Italy, you know? You are, actually. That's true. Yeah. You are actually a representation of all of Italy. Yeah, he, he <laughs> is. They made him in a Petri dish. Uh, That's true. The, the yeah, it was, a, Italian. Yeah, they, they it was made some, with... They uh, uh, some pesto, like, some pesto and marinara in there. Yeah, put some pasta, some, some, uh, some, uh, uh rigatoni, some, uh... Uh, Did you guys know that spaghetti and meatballs isn't actually an Italian dish? They think it's really gross. Well, you know, Italians are wrong frequently, so (laughs) that's true. Um, (laughs) Continuing with with Ukraine here. Uh, (laughs) It's an Italian American dish. So Uh, there's kind of an interesting decision that Ukraine is beginning trials on war crimes while the war is still going on. Mm-hmm. Which hasn't so really been done, but war crime trials typically happen after the conflict has no, been. No, I mean... Live right. from like, Ukraine, it's the war crime trial. Usually they go for a long time afterwards. Like, like think of, uh, you know, like Eichmann in Jerusalem, right? Arendt's right. book. You know, that was in the 60s. It was, a you know, <laughs> a trial of a Nazi in the 60s. Um, yeah. So, like, this mm-hmm. stuff usually takes a while. Yeah. So anyway, uh, we'll see how this goes. It's it's kind of a unique thing to do this. I don't know quite what the uh, the motivation behind doing that is, aside from I, I think wanting people's memory to be fresh because I think they're aware that when you have a few years, you start to not have as fresh of memory, and they want to mm-hmm. get things down. But yeah, they're they're trying some Russian soldiers and stuff, and there's some pretty tense uh, tense trials going on so uh, we'll see how that plays out as it goes on um the ukraine related thing that i wanted to spend a little more time on um that i think is interesting is uh we, we mentioned last episode finland and sweden are moving toward joining nato yes. uh, and nato oh. is is Something that I think is really difficult with the left to know how to talk to talk about right now, and I don't think any of us have a consistent view on it either, um, because right now, like, right now, there's kind of just like a, it seems like some people are just jumping in board with NATO because of the response to Russia. Mm-hmm. Some people are saying you know, NATO, NATO bad, NATO always bad, but it's also like, well, but a defense pack against a country that seems to be showing that they're actually going to 
do imperialist invasions like this, it, you know, seems not the worst idea in the world. However, NATO has a lot of history. But Finland and Sweden, notoriously neutral, are trying to join NATO, which does say something, at least on their own, if, with their own concerns or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, that being said, Turkey is trying to prevent Sweden and Finland from joining NATO because of their support of uh, the PKK. And I know Jackal has some interest in that specific topic, so I don't know if you have something you'd like to talk about when we're talking about the PKK here. Or Yes, Jackal, what is the PKK? Yeah, tell okay. us all about it. So, um... The PKK, uh, since I think it was about either the 80s or 90s, um, has had a pretty long, it's the, I, I think it was like 84, that they've had a pretty like long armed campaign um, for over, basically it's a fight for greater autonomy for Turkish Kurds with, you know, sort of the long term project of, at least in the 80s at that point, a lot of uh, Turkish political parties were Marxist Leninists. So the long term idea was to try to create a a a Marxist Leninist uh, Kurdish uh, uh, Kurdistan, basically. Uh, you saw this uh, in Iraq and Syria. Um, that there were uh, it, you know Kurds have have been a pretty long oppressed group throughout the region, um, and they crossed you know multiple national barriers. And if Kurdistan were to actually become a thing, it would like it would sort of uh, cross over multiple borders because. For a long time, humans have kind of lived in regions that are kind of hard. Like, there's different people groups, uh, you know, the case with the Kurds, who are sort of a mountain people, that they traditional ideas of, like, nation-states and borders don't really, can't really fit because they've lived in more like a sort of far-flung geographic geographical region that is more united by culture and uh like it's united by culture than uh and sort of ethnic ties than anything else Hmm. so the pkk was founded in and turkey like became a nato member in 1952 um and they could veto new admissions um as a nato member so Hmm. the european union broadly uh including you know including sweden and finland lists the pkk as a terrorist organization however the issue here is coming from the ypg which is the syrian branch and the ypg uh or the people's uh, protection units it's a little bit more complicated because the ypg was crucial and is still crucial in fighting isis in syria yeah and i i you know i i don't I don't know enough of the history to say this with confidence, but I, I'm not entirely convinced of the PKK being a full-on no, no. organization it, it, at all. Like, uh, I think if you understand the history of Turkey oppressing uh, uh, the the Kur- Kurdish minorities, uh, mm-hmm. and like the, I'm I'm unconvinced of the of that classification. Yeah. Um, and, and especially I, because, you know, Rojava as a whole seems to be one of the few places, too, that also, like, I don't know, this, this I don't know if everybody would agree with this on the show, but for me, represents kind of a future of the left. Um, it seems to be a, a pretty coherent uh, way of, like, one of the, one of the first, like, uh, libertarian socialist kind of, you know, entities to really be, like, sticking it out and trying to organize in some way yeah, um, in, in a good while. So. I... You know, they, 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 the, that area, you know, which isn't just the PKK, there's other orgs, you know, organizations there, but like, you know, they're tied with like democratic confederalism and, you know, it seems like a, a genuine anti-authoritarian movement in some way, but you know, it, it, it's tricky because, you know, terms like terrorism are socially constructed 
and they get used in funky ways. And I it should also be noted that that uh, Abjula Ajilad, who is kind of the Abjula Ajilad or or Apo as he's called in, uh, which I believe means uh, grandfather, mm-hmm. um, uh, who was a founding member of the PKK, um, who used to be a pretty hardcore Marxist Leninist and is now the the father of democratic confederalism after reading yeah. uh Bookchin. Uh he is currently in a Turkish prison. Basically it's a mm. it's a Turkish pri- like off the coast of Turkey in an island just for like a prison just for him. Yeah. Uh because just he's for considered me? Yeah, just 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 for him. Um <laughs> he gets it. Here he goes. Mm-hmm. Um uh yeah no he uh he's currently um in in prison at the moment and it the uh, the like he's in prison at the moment um and he was a founding member of the pkk or, or the which stands for the kurdistan kurdistan's workers party um which used to be used to operate openly but now it's mostly operating in like the mountainous regions of kurdish majority like parts of turkey and northern mm-hmm. iraq yeah so the, like that there was an ideological ideological shift um with abdullah ajalan and his like he but the ypg is it is separate from the pkk but they do have sort of common ideological sort of strains yeah um and of course you know with uh with oppo being a, a central figurehead for for both um but uh, yeah, I'm I'm unconvinced of the classification, especially if you consider you know Turkey's role in funding um, groups that are uh, far right nationalist groups, um, mm-hmm. right? Or like you know, ISIS, or yeah, like they yeah yeah <laughs> like um, Turkey has some uh, Turkey has <laughs> some uh, uh, has some unfortunate um, history, not just involving Kurds, but just in general. Um, with the far right militancy, yeah, pretty um, bold of Turkey to be like, "Oh, we don't do business with terrorists in NATO here." So, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> didn't you? Were, we were no you like allowing, so uh, like allowing, like, to, like ISIS to move through you? Okay, all right, all right, yeah. But the problem is, Turkey has like has a pretty big military role in NATO, and so they they're not someone you could just boot out of NATO as easily as would probably be likely because they are kind of the odd one out ideologically with the rest of the, I don't know. It, it, we'll see how this whole thing plays out. I, I like Finland and Sweden more than, <laughs> more than, more Turkey, than Turkey. But... Yeah. So I, you know, despite their issues, I still think that uh, their politics are better than Turkish politics. With yeah, Erd- with especially heard a lot. But yeah, no, there's a, uh, um, yeah. So I, I'm gonna go through a little bit of an Al Al Jazeera article um, that goes through a little. It's it goes through uh, a bit of the information on sort of broadly, uh, uh, broadly like um, some of the stuff regarding this. So there are. Uh, mm-hmm. So there was a like the conflict between Turkey and the PKK um, is goes on for quite a long while. Um, mm-hmm. It has be basically they've become a bit of Turkey's nemesis, also because they're Kurdish. There's quite a bit of anti-Kurdish sentiment within Turkey, um, and, and among sort of like the Turkish nationalist uh, nationalist right that Erdogan belongs to, uh, that has resulted in you know numerous hate crimes and uh, you know, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, uh, military conscription means that 
many communities have been directly affected by the conflict while the PKK has carried out indiscriminate. Da, 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 da. I love conflict. Conflict yeah. is my favorite thing. Uh, yeah. So there, the so within Turkey, they there, there's like, well, the, like there's no decision between the PKK and the YPG, but there is, and so they they have it, it's it's complicated. Uh, you know, none of us here are Kurdish, um, so we can't exactly get into. That would be an episode that I would like to do at some point. Um, yeah, I'd love to, to do that. invite. Yeah, uh, it is to invite some uh, some Kurdish folks to to talk about the history uh, here. Because there are a few people that I, I, I know on Twitter that can help out a bit on that. But, uh, yeah. Um, it, it, uh, and then there's also Turkey's invasion of, uh, of Rojava um, after the US, uh, after Trump pulled uh, U.S. troops out. Which mm-hmm. was a fear because uh, Turkey was basically chomping at the bit to invade Rojava at some point. But, yeah. Yeah. So, the, the, the perception of the the YPG has a has a lot of support in Europe and in um, and in the U.S. Um, mm-hmm. Despite the fact that they are democratic, confederalist, libertarian, leftist, uh, close to yeah. anarchy, it, it is. I think it was David Graeber in an interview so that it's very funny that you have like um, you have like the right wing having to kind of support anarchists because yeah. they just kind of have to in this case. It, right. It's it's a bit funny that that's that's where politics have aligned, but yeah, yeah. Uh, I I'm interested. To, I, I'm interested to see like how this is going to go because while Turkey is a NATO member, I don't know how exactly like other NATO members are going to feel about them wanting to keep uh, keep Norway and Sweden out, um, especially yeah. with um, it's no wait. Um, hold on. Uh, let's. Uh, did I did I confuse a country there? Is it Finland? Yeah, it's Finland and Sweden. Did I uh, I, no, I'm there sorry. are so many of them. God no, damn it's, it. it's it's just like that whole. I yeah. No, my apologies. Um, uh, uh, Finland and and uh, and Sweden. Uh, and, you know, Finland is has a direct uh, has a direct border with Russia. It's pretty obvious why they want to join NATO. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. That makes sense. Uh, so I'm I'm interested to see like in how this is going to go in the future with other NATO countries, um, how they're going to deal with with uh, with Turkey in this case, and because yeah. you know there's still there's still the conflict in Syria, um, and there's tertiary support from them to Rojava. So I'm I'm interested. There's a lot of geopolitical stuff that's that's a uh, that's happening all at once. I'm interested. To, I'm interested to see like where it's going. And I, I, I hope that. Uh, I'm not gonna say I hope that they join NATO because I don't think NATO should exist. But uh, I, I, I hope that the Kurds are okay. That's that's my hope. I hope. I hope that there are. Uh, they. This is used as an excuse by other far right militant groups to kill more Kurds or commit more atrocities or for Tur- for Turkey to continue to try to invade. Uh, uh, Rojava uh, to the point where, uh, and then you know them and Russia working together with uh, um, with Russian mercenaries working on behalf of the the Assadist government doing horrible stuff there. It, yeah, yeah, it's a lot. Yeah. The decision of one man to launch a wholly unjustified and brutal invasion of Iraq. I mean, of Ukraine. <laughs> Correct. Anyway, uh, 
75. Uh, they meet every NATO requirement, and then some. But there's a catch. Turkey is saying no. He's talking about the Kurds. Kurds. Or PKK. I'm not laughing. And I'm guessing nor are the families of the thousands of American troops and the hundreds of thousands of Iraqis died in that war. Well, uh, let's let's move on here. Um, we don't have a ton more time here, but I think we should definitely quickly brush up on um, a subject we, we didn't get to cover last Saturday because it, it literally happened a couple hours after we finished recording, mm-hmm. which is, uh, of course, the Buffalo shooting, um, which I, I think there's a lot we could say about that. However, we're pretty short on time. Um, is there any thoughts that you guys want to quickly say? Um, obviously, our, our condolences go out to the the victims and their families. Um, it's tragic, and it keeps happening, and I think we're all tired of it continuing to happen. Very shocking to me that it, you know, well, not shocking, but it is very disturbing that his Discord logs show that he was sending notes to himself planning to do this for months. And it... And very much an inspiration from the Christchurch shooter. Excuse my uh, slip up. The Christchurch shooter, uh, in that he recorded himself. He streamed himself shooting these people. Just shows a absolute disregard for human life. Mm-hmm. Very much like a, a video game or some shit like that. It, it's interesting that like Biden has been accidentally pretty good on some issues, um, and then the press starts going back on him because he explicitly said this was an act of white supremacy, which it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but then like New this York Times and stuff time had to keep jokes. putting it, yeah, kept having to put it in scare quotes and like act like he was being a little far fetched, and it's like now like he had like Nazi paraphernalia. He wrote a manifesto that explicitly stated what his goal was. Like this was white supremacist terrorism. And I think we need to probably contextualize it as such, you know, but Josiah, you can't just be, you can't call everyone who commits a hate crime, a Nazi, even if they have (laughs) Nazi paraphernalia, and their ideology comes directly from Nazis. Don't you think it's a little too <laughs> a little hasty, bit of a stretch? A little bit of a stretch that you know their their entire uh, fundamental uh, building blocks of their personality are built mm-hmm. off of Nazi ideology. But you know, can we really call them Nazis? I, I listen. I I don't know. I always yeah, stress I caution in moments <laughs> like these. Uh, I think you really have to. You really have to look at yourself and say, you know, what if I'm the authoritarian? What if I'm the Nazi for passing judgment just, you know, so quickly? You know? Uh, no, uh, yeah, no, uh, Nazi did this, uh, definitely just shows, um, blatant disregard for human life. Uh, I mean, what else is there to say? D- dude, he drove, like, what, two hours to go to this primarily black neighborhood because he mm-hmm. was mad because he thought that minorities were consuming resources or something like that? It's yep. eco-fascism, by the way. And, um, I don't know, the, the Black Sun, everybody's like, oh, he supported Ukraine. Even though in, in his manifest, manifesto, he explicitly states that he was supporting Russia. So... Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's, there's a lot of disinformation. That's probably the worst thing, is that there's plenty of disinformation about the topic. And, mm-hmm. uh, I would just, I would try to recommend everybody just try to stick to 
what are as official sources as you can mm-hmm. get because otherwise you know you don't want to be talking out of your ass you don't want to like say like for example someone posted that like he wanted to um do this hate crime for um getting treatment for a toothache you know so he could get better health care yeah which that's was a bullshit lie that they they made up to hammer home the point that if you don't make distinctions uh you could just say anything about the shooter and uh people people might be able to call your bluff but you know sure it's uh it's not that easy you gotta make sure that what you're saying is something that's verifiable or else it's gonna it lets him off the hook in a lot of ways you know this Um, is white mm -hmm. supremacist ideology and you can't you can't mince words and you can't listen to people who are gonna tell you all these little things that make him exceptional when he's just a byproduct of the age we live in yeah verbatim and 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 going going off of that uh and thinking about the conversation we had with keanu last week um actually you know a a conversation i had i've I've had a couple times with a buddy of mine uh, i guess we could say at this point because of how active he is on the discord a friend of the show chris barker um he's he's always said that he does not think we're on the the path toward a second civil war because people like to talk about that in the u.s but we're on the path to what it would probably look like is something closer to the troubles of the years of lead where you have these flare-ups of political violence but not like a full-on battle splitting off regions it's it's more terrorist it's more whatever right and what i would like to float or just have us think about is are we already in that have we been in that for a little bit now because we see these like the, the, we've contextualized school like like shootings like this in the lineage of like Columbine or whatever as these like lone mentally ill actors or lone violent people who get access to guns or whatever. And so we don't get to start putting all these pieces together of consistently like, OK, this keeps fucking happening. Does that at what point are we kind of already in an era of like terrorist violence going on between the right wing and you know yeah i I guess that's something i i don't know if i'm fully what i fully believe on that but i think it's something worthwhile to consider is is the framing preventing us from seeing that we actually are in a quote-unquote civil war already i think that there's a there's a case to be made about uh there's a case to be made that we're already in a uh a years of lead style I don't think it's quite because if you had read, if you go to the history of the years of lead or the troubles, it is. But I think that we're on that direction. But I think that it could be said that the from the the nineties or like from the eighties onward, um, I think that there's been this build up, uh, kind of a like it's been the, a simmering um, kind of violence that has been happening. And you know, school shootings are, are old. They've and mass shootings are old. But I think that it's been it's been a simmering kind of thing where it's been going on slowly over and over and over again. And uh, I mean, before the pandemic, I, if you remember, there seemed to have been just a school shooting every other week. Yeah. It felt like it. Uh, there was school shooting every other week. There was a mass shooting every other week. And now we have multiple, we had this, we had the, that uh, church in California, the, which was the Chinese, a Chinese nationalist, the going uh, and shooting up a Taiwanese church. Um, uh, I I think that you're, 
I think that there is a uh, I think that there is a a probable case of we're either leading to that or we have been leading to it. And it's if oh, that's yeah, the case, then it's going to be that. it's going to get worse probably. With that being said, I would like to uh, I would like to um, I haven't really spoken a lot about uh, about the the Buffalo. I, I I did a lot on Twitter. I it's uh it is it's something that makes me real real sad um real mm. upset it seems that our community just can't catch a break um and i it, it, it's yeah i don't know what, what, what else to really say but i do want to take this moment to remember uh to list some of the victims um mm. that were killed um because they're the they're the first of the of the funerals have started now for the 10 black victims of the Buffalo shooting. Um, so if, uh, if that's okay with everyone, I would like to like to read yeah. off a bit. Go here. for it. Yeah. Ruth with her, uh, Whitfield 86. Um, she was coming back from visiting her husband in a nursing home. Um, when she stopped at the grocery store to pick, she stopped at the tops to pick up groceries. <sighs> um, she sang a choir. Um, she was well loved within her community. Roberta Drewy. 32. She was vibrant and outgoing woman who could talk to anyone, according to her sister, Amanda. She helped, uh, she helped her brother, Christopher, run his restaurant and care for his family. Aaron Salter, 55. He was the retired Buffalo police officer who tried to shoot the, uh, the shooter, but, uh, and he had succeeded, but the body armor that he was wearing had, uh, prevented it from incapacitating him. And he was shot. Uh, he had retired from, uh, he had retired from the police and had taken up a job as a security guard, uh, to occupy his time. Hayward Peterson, 67. He was, he was, uh, shot his truck, uh, in the parking lot of the supermarket. He was described as a loving person. And he leaves behind a wife and daughter. Pearl Young, 77. She was originally an Alabama native, um, and she spent her final years teaching children as a substitute teacher in the Buffalo School district was heavily involved in church community and would host um, food drives for the homeless in Central Park in New York. Gertelin Talley, 62. I'm very sorry if I, if I pronounce these names wrong. Um, she uh, had come to tops with her fiance. Uh, she had sent her fiance down the aisle to retrieve uh, something off the shelf before they could reunite an armed suspect. Uh, the Buffalo shooter entered the supermarket and opened fire. Her fiance survived the, the the attack. She did not. She was not. She was one of nine siblings and was described as an amazing sister, mother, and aunt. Celeste, uh, Celestine Cheney, sixty-five. She was a mother and grandmother of six. She was shopping with her older sister Joanne when she was shot. She was a breast cancer survivor. Catherine Macy, seventy-two. She was a civil rights activist and worked tirelessly to improve Buffalo's black community. She was unapologetic about trying to improve the plight of the African-American community within Buffalo and was a powerful voice within the civil rights community. Marcus Morrison, 52. He was described as a great father and a wonderful person, always willing to help his family, specifically uh, his stepdaughter, Cassandra Depps. Mm-hmm. Andre Macknell, 53. I believe uh, I, I forget I, I forget exactly which, but I believe one of one of them had just uh, 
had went to the grocery store to, um, I forget, I don't want to ascribe it to him, but I do remember that, uh, I should have got a list before this. Um, uh, one of them had gone to the grocery store to pick up, uh, a birthday cake for his son's birthday the next day. This keeps happening. Um, but I think that it's important to remember these people, who they were, what they meant to other people. And I think that they should be remembered more than the shooter. I don't even want to mention his name. I don't want to mention, I don't think that that's important to talk about. His ideology, yes, but not him. Because this is this is what he wants. He wants to be made this terrifying figure when he's a pathetic little... Uh, yeah, yeah. So, and it's it's terrible because we really do live in two nations. You know, a shooting in a ch- like minorities can't sit in their churches without the pressure of being shot. White people can. White people can go to church, and there's a pretty decent, like I would say, an extremely much higher chance that their church won't be destroyed or shot up or hurt in any way. This While is black uh... people go to church and or if you're even in like an asian american church community uh there is a good chance somebody walks in there with an ar-15 and kills 10 people and that's it's it's it portrays that inequality that uh there is there are two countries one for people who do not have to worry about the threat of racialized violence and those who do and a lot of these people were churchgoers this may be news to other people this is not news to us. It's been pretty well known within with there. It's been pretty well known within, uh, within marginalized communities that, that, uh, this country doesn't, isn't, isn't for us. There's two countries specifically that there's two laws. There's there's two sets of, there's two sets of every, I I know you want a thing, but hold off. Okay. Um, you just, I want to make my piece here on, um, the yeah the the it's been a very it's it's common knowledge within you know at least I can, I can speak with the black community that it's well known that there are there are two there are two distinct countries there are two laws there are two uh, social cues that that this is not a new thing or that you'll be brutalized by the police or killed because of in in a social stereotypes that they have about you about your community that have been that have been fed in and the reason behind why your community is the way that it is is because of them being disenfranchised of being redlined of not being allowed to have that upward mobility and the fact that they're they don't have the community doesn't have the money to have that upward mobility because that that intergenerational wealth was taken because we weren't viewed as people we were tools we were chattel and then being criticized uh, because well, why can't you, why aren't you like this? Well, I'm sorry. We're not like this because we don't have, we, we, we were, the race wasn't, was, uh, was rigged from the start. We weren't able to, to get to where you are because you took it from us. This is not just a case with, with the United States. You want to look at, look at how pretty Paris is. You want to know why that's pretty? Look at the history of Haiti. Look at the history of, of, of various colonial states with it through uh, across the Caribbean. That's why Europe's pretty. Look at Belgium. You know why, why Belgium is pretty? Look at the Congo. Look at where, where it is right now. That this, there, there's a, there's a unique 
there is a uniqueness to anti-blackness i think i think that there is a due to the history of of the of the the atlantic slave trade and uh the atlantic slave trade broadly um the colonization of africa and then slavery within the united states and the racialization of the slave of slavery and creating the system to justify how you can keep other humans in bondage and then that trickling down to this all leads to and then this the idea that this that the that the shooter had of the great replacement that it was the jews are are bringing in um illegal immigrants and blacks to replace white people that that's what that is that that, that this is that, that we didn't ask to be here we didn't like this isn't like with irish or or uh this is not the case with like irish or german immigrants so the, we didn't ask to come to the united states or to the this the northern hemisphere that wasn't no one asked to come to the caribbean like none of our ancestors asked to come here we were we were sold as property so if you want to get angry that we're here blame your like blame your ancestors who bought us here who bought us uh, who bought us sold us and then transported us here get angry at them for that that's their fault if you're really gonna have a conniption about that i'm, I'm sorry we didn't have much of a choice in the equation i'm done i'm sorry i'm done no no you're i'm i I think it's a great point. I, I think we need to move toward wrapping up. I think we should do a pretty quick wrap up here. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sorry. I took well, so long. I no, think. no, you're okay. And one thing I, I did want to throw out because it, I'm just looking at Twitter and this just dropped a few hours ago. New York, speaking of Haiti, New York times just put out an article where they, they did the research to find out just how much money Haiti paid France for reparations for breaking off. And they, they, they showed just the, the economic devastation that that did. So we're talking about why, why is Europe so pretty? Like you said, well, you know, maybe it's because they, they spent so much fucking time, you know, squeezing the life out of Haiti. Um, they even still have after statues. Haiti. Yeah. After they, they, they broke away. Of, of, of in England, there are still statues of, of people who were, who built, who founded, built and, and continued the, the Royal African Slave Company. The people who were responsible for the sl- for one of the like uh, slave trading companies at the time, there's still statues to to those people in England. They're, like they're still, they're, and uh, I, I the uh, this is the 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 wealth that has been stolen is incalculable. It is calculable, but it's it, it's unpayable. Yeah. Because it's nope. all of the, it's the entire, the entirety of like, what is, what's it worth? Like your current, your current wealth, why you're comfortable. That's why, that's what it's worth. Well, it's also, it's baked into the very countries that stole the wealth from them. It's built into like the bricks, the streets, the it's structures, statues, infrastructure, all of that stolen wealth is something you probably can it's, it would be impossible to give back to people because it's already been used for things that people don't think about every day. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, okay. I agree. So let's, uh, let's go ahead. Uh, Finch, why don't you wrap us up and let's try desperately to, uh, to change the, the vibe right now, because the music I usually use to end the podcast is kind of chipper and, and it's going to make me feel really bad if we finish that conversation. And then a chirpy piano comes in. Uh, it's okay. Uh, Imperialism is okay. Uh, nope, shut nope, up. Nope, 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 um, nope. <laughs> uh, <sighs> all right.
In the distance of the New Mexico desert, you see a caravan of cars. This is, of course, the uh, Mexican drug cartel. Mm-hmm. Your yes. four co-hosts <laughs> face them, being ready to either get the score of their lives or uh, be shot down. <laughs> Daytrea's head am- just walks by on a turtle. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> yeah. Yo, Mr. White, wh- how is that man like alive? <laughs> yo, 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 mi- yo Mr. Know. White, they put my head on a turtle. I'm Turtle Phil, you're yo. You're not fucking no, Jesse. No, 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 no. You're not. You're Skinny Pete. <laughs> they sound pretty similar, to be honest. He just is, has a higher pitched voice. They don't sound. St- okay, we'll they talk about sound- this later. Oh. We'll, we'll talk about this off. All right, uh, uh, go through go through the people. Uh, yeah. So we have we have Jackal White. <laughs> oh boy, I really hope I don't get kidnapped by the cartel and taken by a psycho, a psycho who's related to the car- cartel away from my family. <laughs> this is uh oh man, this is this is really gonna be this is really gonna suck. Oh no. <laughs> well, if they do kidnap you, where could they they follow you to to find your thoughts on things? Well, you know, um, as I'm being kidnapped by uh, by this guy called Tuco, who is saying tight, 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 uh, and is pointing a uh, a a very large machine gun at me. Um, I I guess it's that cartel buddy. I thought he was just a guy that was just doing drug deals in Albuquerque, New Mexico. I did not know he was evidently related to a to a drug to like a cartel kingpin. But I guess I am way over in my head right now. I'm still in my my Ned Flanders arc. I haven't become uh, a true sociopath yet. Uh, the rabbit just like pops out of the ground. It's like, yeah, Doc. Uh, can I get drugs from Albuquerque? Oh, shut up, Phil. Uh, okay. Uh, then we have... <laughs> wait, no, I didn't right, say right. where you can find me. No, oh, no. Oh, yeah, yeah, you can find me. Yeah, go, go. You can find me at jackalchester on twitter.com. Please, please help my family. Awesome. <laughs> He's dying of cancer. And then we have... But not, like, uh, actual cancer. Sh- cancer. Phil, Phil, we gotta <laughs> end this episode. It's so yeah. long. <laughs> We're so good, so long. Yeah. Then we have Josiah Ortego. Josiah um, Combo Ortega. I, yeah, I'm Combo. You can follow me at Josiah W. Sutton on Twitter.com. And uh, there's an episode out of Fruitless that I mentioned last episode that is with AJ uh, talking about the culture war. And there should this week, before the month is up, be a new episode of Fruitless with Keanu talking about queer theory and Christ. It's a very good conversation. And, and we got, we have Skinny Phil. Yo, uh, it's Skinny Phil here. Uh, I just want to tell y'all that you could find me at Cryptid Director, yo, at uh, at uh, Twitter.com, where I will be uh, trying to do things that are better for my mental health and uh, engaging less with you shits. You motherfuckers, uh, get out of here. And then uh, I, I am Finch Pinkman, bitch, uh, and you can follow me, <laughs> yo, at uh, Finchawar on Twitter.com. They're probably going to be on their list because it's destroying my mental health, bitch. So, <laughs> this is you. Face. This is you. Wait, Fitch, what, what episode of, of, of Breaking Bad are you up to? I'm on uh, season two, episode five. Nice. Okay, all right. Never. I can't spoil this then. Never mind. Mr. White, don't spoil it for me, Mr. White. Mr. Uh, White. Jesse, you should have started watching it way before Jesse. It's all your fault, Jesse. <laughs> I didn't. 
I didn't it's know it would be fault, so good, Jesse. bitch. It is really it's all, good. It's, it's, it's very good. Yeah. Better Call Saul is even better. I've been told. I, I, I'm um, obsessed with the show about our lives, Mr. White. <laughs> that's been uh, bad for everybody. <laughs> yeah, get out of here. Get out of here. Uh, be of, kind. Yeah, get, be get kind out of to town. one yeah. Be kind to one another. And, uh, uh, yeah. I, I should start saying, like, Anglican Anglican prayers at the very end. Like, you know, walk in love. Uh, love each other like Christ loved us. Okay, all right. Get out. Bye. And if you're white, die. I'm not laughing. The wire, you want a wire? I got a wire. Speak into the mic, bitch. I mean, up in Ukraine. I'm a man. Correct. Anyway. Uh. They meet every NATO requirement. And then some. I'm not laughing. It was not correct to ban Donald Trump. I think that was, that was a mistake. I don't own Twitter yet, so this is not like a thing that will definitely happen, because what if I don't own Twitter? You know what, I'll tell you, there's been a coordinated strike carried out by really kind of the old establishment wing of our party, and it's really something that I think is a, it, it's a loser mentality. They realize the direction the country's going in, the direction that the population is going in, uh, and if they want to be able to pay off people for my past. A wire? You want a wire? I got a wire. Speak into the mic, bitch. I feel free to let them do that. I think the American people will see that. The process was... A birth control process, a selective breeding process. There was a blonde-haired, blue-eyed creature on our planet that is called the Caucasian. And within six months, you had the Holy Land turned upside down. And now the mercy of God is asking you if you would like to be a part of that which he makes new, or do you still want to fight God over your place? If you do, this is your end.